You're gonna get hooked on that thing. I can see it now. 16,000 bags of Cheetos later, you wake up, you're 35, you're overweight, you're crying about your life in front of the soaps. I just did you a favor. You stupid, ignorant son of a bitch, dumb bastard! Jesus Christ, I've met some dumb bastards in my time, but you outdo them all. Get over there! Look up idiots in the dictionary. You know what you'll find? A picture of me? No! The definition of the word idiot, which you fucking are. You want answers? I think I'm entitled. You want answers! I want the truth! You can't handle the truth! It's an inanimate fucking object. You're an inanimate fucking object! You dirt-eating piece of slime! You scum-sucking pig! You son of a motherless goat! You blithering, blundering, bull-nosed, blockheaded, pot-bellied, ham-fisted jackass! You are pukes! You are the lowest form of life on earth. You are not even human fucking beings. You are nothing but unorganized, grabastic pieces of amphibian shit. You're the problem. You're the fucking problem. You fucking Dr. White, onking, jam rag, arking, spunk, bubba, fucking hoity toity. Hey, buddy, fucking... hey. Nothing curse words, all right? Kiss my sweaty balls, you fat fuck. In your general direction, your mother was a hamster, and your father smelt of elderberries. You're sitting there, you're wondering, do I have food on my face? Am I eating? Am I talking too much? Are they talking enough? Am I interested? I'm not really interested. Should I play like I'm interested? But I'm not that interested. But I think she might be interested. But do I want to be interested? But now she's not interested. So now all of a sudden, I'm getting, I'm starting to get interested. What you just said is one of the most insanely idiotic things I have ever heard. At no point in your rambling, incoherent response. Were you even close to anything that could be considered a rational thought? Everyone in this room is now dumber for having listened to it. I award you no points, and may God have mercy on your soul. Pardon my French, but you're an asshole! Hey, welcome everyone! It's time for another rant show! I'm your host, I'm Alan Sanders, hosting today's wildly rambunctious recitations and reminiscences in an effort to regale the listener with our wry, ribald, razor-sharp repartee. Now, this show focuses on the foibles and the faux pas of our often feckless, frivolous, fickle, and fruitlessly fastidious fraternity of fellow human beings. And joining me on today's episode is the head honcho himself of the 60MW podcast team, Normally found ensconced in Conan's mighty throne, sounding off on the sounds of the decade of decadence, enlightening fellow egalitarians with entertainment, sharing the sometimes subtle and sometimes sonorous sounds of the Check 'em Out show, and every now and then sauntering onto the stage of ABCD of Gaming. It's none other than Dave, the Brobdignagian Big Toe Robinson. <laughs> Hey, welcome back to the Ranch Show. <laughs> Hello, Alan. Hello. How are you? you know, whenever I hear your wonderful introductions, I am always reminded of a TV show over here that you've probably never heard of. It was it was on in, I don't remember when it started. I remember watching it in the 70s, early to mid 70s as a kid. And it was called The Good Old Days. And it was like vaudeville. It was set. The audience would dress up in like Victorian clothes and there would be the mm -hmm. announcer and it was all um, like a variety show and they'd have singers and dancers and all of this. Very oldie-worldie. But the the guy, oh, his name escapes me now, but he always did um, 
Well, the introductions to the the acts that we're on were they're very much like yours for these shows. That, and but you do them so flawlessly, mate, without tripping over your tongue or having to do any editing, <laughs> don't you? Sure, but folks, let me listen to the outtakes. You'll see what a lie that is. <laughs> I try. I actually rehearse each one ahead of time to make sure it's one thing to write them out, but it's another thing to make sure it flows. And every now and then I jam myself up reading. You do far better than I ever would. I trip over just saying like people's names, <laughs> never mind to add anything else into it. So yeah, you do very well. Well, I know you and I have been going back and forth. We stay in touch like all of the team of 60MW via WhatsApp. We like to have a lot of off-air conversation. We've all become, I would say, really good friends, at the mm. very least good podcast friends and partners and share a lot of stuff off the air. And uh, you and I have been going back and forth, and I've been worried that you've been getting so many rants in, you've been like promoting, then demoting and saying, wait, I got a new one. No, wait, that's going to be old. Now I got a new one. So I'm, I'm afraid if I don't let you go first, we're not going to have enough time. I, oh, I know I've kept changing. New stuff has been happening. Even just last week, there was something else, and it was like, oh, I need to get this out with Alan. <laughs> but, but I'm not going to talk about that one from the other week. What I'm going to do to begin with, mate, I'm just going to do a little revisit to the last show that we did. Because okay. uh, one of the things was about spam email. And mm -hmm. uh, specifically, it was two different types, wasn't it? One was about ones to do with, yay, sex, have some sex. And the other one was money, have some money. So it's one or the other that you get the spam emails from. I've got to, I'm not going to read all of this. I had another, well, fucking shitload of them, to be honest. But one I've saved because <laughs> I have never seen anything like it. And it's a sex one, right? I even went so far, I did a word count on it. It's 430 words. There well, was, so they, they didn't just phone that in. They, they put some effort they, behind they it. They did put some effort into it. I'll tell you what they didn't put into it. They didn't put any punctuation into it. There's no commas, <laughs> full stops, nothing. It's 430 words consecutive. I am going to read out the beginning. Obviously, I'm not going to read it all. And I'll get to a certain bit and stop because I'd like to hear your thoughts on it. And I thought, you know, everybody listening, if you want to email in and what your thoughts are on this. So here's here's just the beginning of this 430 word spam sex email. Uh, obviously, it's they're trying to sell porn, as you'll tell from the use of words. Black dominatrix porn gladiator gay porn. Lorry sex love porn porn. Gif redhead kinky wife porn. Free porn. Friends, Indian, lesbian, porn, porn, gals, black guy, fucks, white girl, porn, Delilah Davis, porn, bell ringer, porn. Now, if you thought that was the bit where I was going to pause as the weird bit, bell ringer, porn, you're sadly mistaken. It gets far. I was waiting. It gets, it gets far more kinky than bell ringer, porn. Videos, no fap versus no porn. Rachel Cavelli, porn, who I'm assuming is a celebrity i don't know uh, never a heard of her asian american girl porn roni porn youtube porn videos uh scarlett johansson deep fake porn here we go the bit you've been waiting for frog porn hello my baby hello my honey hello my ragtime gal send me a kiss by wire Baby, my heart's on fire. If you refuse me, honey, you lose me. Then you'll be left alone. Oh, baby, telephone and tell me I'm your own. Uh, Frog uh, porn. Now, I'm, uh, I'm sorry. <laughs> as curious as I was when I read that, I have not typed frog porn 
into Google, nor would I want to. But who, on reading that, would go, oh, yeah, I'm not, but is bell ringer porn? No. Ooh, they do frog porn. They do frog porn. <laughs> I'm in. I'm in. Thank fuck for this video. A little bit of frog porn. I thought I'd heard everything, mate, until I read that. What do you suppose, because we can go down that path for a moment. Is it people who like to dress up as frogs? People who like to act like frogs? Is it frogs themselves? Please don't tell me that there's somebody inserting bits of themselves into a frog. Ooh, even worse, yes. Ooh, oh, oh. Oh. What would be worse, inserting themselves into a frog or inserting the frog into themselves? Either way, doesn't sound pleasant. Maybe now you know why the bullfrogs have that... Oh. Maybe that's what's happening I from have, behind. I have <laughs> read, though, and it's specifically in America, funnily enough, that has been quite a lot of... Although it's not frog licking, is it? It's toad licking that's been going on. Toad. People getting well, high. Toad or frogs, but yeah, Ooh. they're trying to get uh, some supposedly, and some do, uh, I guess, ooze lysergic acid-like sweat, and you can ah, get a free yeah. high. Or you could get sick as a dog on the bacteria yeah. and stuff that might be crawling on the back <laughs> of the, uh, you know, uh, hey, you pick your poison, right? Oh, so uh, I've never been, can I tell you, as a rant, I have never been so desperate to get uh, out of my conscious mind to say to myself, you know, f licking a frog might be worth a try. <laughs> and who tried it you in know, the first place? Who saw a frog and thought, you know what, I'm going to lick that. Somebody who was into frog porn. So frog, but here we go, we're joining <laughs> the dots. This is it. <laughs> frog porn. Hey, baby, I'm going to come hippity hop, hop, hop and ride to you, baby. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. Look, hey, but, spread um, wide. Let's see how far I can lash my tongue out. <laughs> oh, yeah, they have got long tongues, haven't they? So, yeah, you never know. It could be a mark. Maybe well, Gene Simmons could be into uh, frog porn. He, if he dressed up as a frog, that should have been his character, not the demon. It should have been the frog. <laughs> the frog. <laughs> <laughs> mm, all right. Do you think you dress up as Kermit and then you try to, for, for kinks, you, you have your, uh, your uh, significant other dress up as Miss Piggy or something? <laughs> Mmm, that's pork frog porn. <laughs> that's mixing everything. That's frog oh. pork in the porky. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we could have oh. had songs. We could have had frog of thunder. We could have had all sorts, <laughs> couldn't we? How it would have changed the world significantly. Uh, yeah. Also, we have, we have froggy, froggy, froggy nights. <laughs> This this could be a whole new thing of trying to change his songs into like frog related. <laughs> I've never I had you asked me of the hundred possible ways the opening of this show could go, <laughs> trying to rewrite Kiss song lyrics from a frog's perspective in porn was not the way I would have gone. No. It was not on my bingo card. It's not. I mean, we do take tangents, but this yeah, this is one I wouldn't have expected either. <laughs> There is as well. Also, I mentioned YouTube and how I was like really pissed off people writing first whenever they saw a video. Still continuing, I'm sad to say. Uh, and again, I'll say, just stop doing it. Stop it. But while I saw one, because I watched the trailer for a new film that's out called Banshees of um, Inishurin, I think you pronounce it. Colin, mm -hmm. Colin Farrell. Looks, looks a great film. I want to watch it. And, I got, and there was the one that first. I was like, oh, fucking hell. So I'm scrolling through and there was another comment, another comment that was, uh, oh, just enraged me a little bit. Somebody put, and this is the comment, no CGI, question mark. Well, that's no cinema trip for me then. 
Is, is this what? A, is this a thing that, okay, there's no CG, big effects in it, so I'm not going to the cinema to watch it because it's just a really great film with no CG, just good acting and a good story, so I'm not going to watch it on the big screen. <gasps> yeah, screw that. Who needs a good story? <laughs> I couldn't believe it. You were only going to the cinema because of these like big CGI effects in it. Come on. Well, you know, you- this this okay tangential rant now <laughs> because I don't know I know you you've uh, are not as big of a fan of the Marvel Cinematic Universe because it's so much of the same thing but mm. are you a fan of some of the small screen stuff with Star Wars Oh yeah I mean I loved um, Mandalorian Mandalorian Bob, okay Bob, great Boba Fett, uh, yeah all of all of those I really enjoy Have you been watching Andor Haven't got to that one yet No The best show streaming and a friend of mine similar to that comment and that's what triggered it for me he said well there's a lot of talking and not a lot of lightsabering i'm like oh my that's God. why it's so good yes it could be this this show i'm telling you the hands down best show streaming right now and i've watched rings of power i watched the the house of the dragon i've been watching all the like the the hip hot shows you're supposed to be watching there is no better show streaming right now than Andor because it's not heavy on CGI, mm-hmm. visual effects, massive battles. It's literally the story of people risking everything to start the rebellion. And it's so well done and so well acted. There are moments where you just sit there looking at the screen and say, this is the most amazing thing I've seen in, in a long, long time. It's just mesmerizing. See, and if you if you want all the the CG and all of that, remember Jar Jar Binks. And people <laughs> just being pissed off. There's the other side of it. Oh, CG. <laughs> oh, yeah, there was Jar Jar Binks, wasn't there? Mm, yeah. Misa like the Jar Jar. <laughs> no. <laughs> oh oh my god! He, he had a long tongue as well, didn't he? he Maybe did. he was in to frog porn. <laughs> Oh, they're dressing like Jar Jar. Yes. Oh, no, that makes it even worse now. <laughs> so, no, seriously, if you get a chance, and I'd love to hear from you, because it li- it starts, I, I don't want to even say slow, because even the first episode's engaging, but by the time you get to episode four and five, and they've kind of established mm-hmm. the different story threads, it's mesmerizing. And you're, you're going to be at a point where you'll be able to watch it all at once, because I think there's only one more episode to drop yeah. for season one. Best show on TV. So for my mini rant, side rant to the person who posted that thing on YouTube, screw you, not enough CGI. You can tell really, really good stories that have nothing to do with lightsaber battles and massive space epics. It can literally be about the human condition. Yes, and well worth watching on the big screen, definitely. Uh, Excellent. I have Before I get to my actual rant, one other thing I've just got to get out, another little mini one that's been bubbling. And as you know, mate, the American football, the NFL, has been my... It's the only sport I've been following. You know, I've been a huge fan of it for like over 40 years now. Absolutely love it. Gave up on our football, soccer to American listeners, oh, a long time ago. One of the reasons for me giving up, one of the many reasons I gave up on it, has been <laughs> thrown back in me oh, so often because the World Cup's on as we record this. And I've got, you know... I. It's on. You can't help but watching. It's on everywhere. There's like three or four games a day. Diving, the players they will brush past them. They will <laughs> maybe, maybe two of their arm hairs will collide, and one of them you'd think he'd been like shotgunned in the chest. I saw one today, and it was ridiculous. I thought you absolute fannies. 
what? Oh, it just winds me up. Send them off. You've got all this, you know, video technology. If anybody's caught diving, I mean, they should be actors. <laughs> actors, they're so good at it. Yeah, we need a stuntman for somebody that's been, you know, double barrel shotgunned in the chest. Who should we get? Oh, we'll get that midfielder from whatever team because he he dives very convincingly. <laughs> you and I are 100% locked on the same page. I hate, hate uh, the, the soccer players that, in fact, the U.S. versus Wales, and I'm not sure which care, which which player it was. They showed in the replay they never really actually touched. Yes, but it was really yes. close. Both feet on the ball, but their knees, their legs, nothing touched. One spun, landed on the ground, grabbed his shin like it had been hacked <laughs> off in a Civil War drama. Wailing, just you heard him. Like, oh. <laughs> draws a yellow card. From the, from the other player. I'm like, how? It how are you terrible. allowed in the day of video replay, give a yellow card when there was no contact? Yeah. Oh, but it was a great acting job. Oh, God. Yeah, it just winds me up. It really does and just makes me not want to watch the games because it just happens. And it seems to be happening more in you know international games for some reason. But Well, and this is a thing we, we, in, in American basketball, they call it flopping. Where you pretend like somebody's really fouled you, so you flop all yeah. all your appendages go, and you start wailing, and it draws the attention of the referee, who in their head fills in. Well, the only reason a human being would suddenly go flailing back is if somebody fouled you. It had to be a foul. Yeah. Well, uh, yeah, there are some players that have a reputation for what we call flopping. And there are whole videos, if you go look on YouTube, just go look at NBA flopping, and you're going to see the king himself, King James, LeBron James, the, the the king of not just basketball, but of flopping. I wonder if there's such a thing as flopping porn. I don't know. <laughs> sounds, more, sounds more interesting than frog porn, I'll tell it's you that. Don't. I think most things sound more interesting than frog porn. I'm like... Is that the sound that you make when you're really going at it? Flop, 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 flop. <laughs> I don't know, sir. But anyway, I'm agree. I agree with you. Good, I, I've good. never liked that. And here's the thing: I've noticed this. It seems to be, and, and I'm I'm generalizing because I haven't watched as much women's soccer. But when I watch women's World Cup, I don't see that nearly as much as men. Exactly. It's the yeah. guys that are falling yeah, like they've it been. Is. They're they're acting like first of all they're acting like they've had their limbs chopped off. It's like you're you've played this sport for how long? Get up and run unless you're really hurt mm -hmm. and you know when you're really hurt. Oh yeah, it's oh, that that could be a whole big rant, but I won't. I won't because I'm okay. I'm going to move on to my major rant. All right, for this episode. Right, hold one... on, I'm gonna I'm gonna settle into my chair here. I got my drink. <laughs> here we go. It's one word, mate. That one word is. Drum roll. Fashion. Right. I know, I know there's going to be listeners out there going, well, what does a 57-year-old guy in Wales who's only ever worn jeans and T-shirt since he was 14 years old know about fashion? Good question. I'll tell you. I know two things about fashion. First of all, that I will never go out of fashion because I'm never in fashion. So that's a plus. <laughs> That's always a plus. Secondly, I know that I won't look like a complete poncy git wearing a load of the shite that I've seen recently in fashion shows, which are usually, I've seen most of the fashion shows are in Europe. 
and I did a search um, because they do Fashion Week. They do the spring and summer collection and the autumn and winter collection and they do this for a week and they do it in Paris and Milan and Copenhagen, London. Uh, America doesn't get away with it, mate. New York, they do it. <laughs> and what prompted this rant was... And it is not a new one because I've had a thing about fashion shows for ages anyway. I thought, what's the fucking point of them? But just the other week I saw, I forget what fashion show it was. <laughs> there was a photograph and I kid you not, she was there on the catwalk and she was wearing a green plastic bin liner. Okay. The type that you put into your bins outside the house. And and what had made it fashionable, right? You put it on. It's one of those like where... You rip a hole in the top and you put it over your head and it goes down. But what had made it fashionable was that it had been tied into a bow over one shoulder. That very attractive green bin liner with a bow on your shoulder. <laughs> oh, my God. So I did. Just to wind myself up even more for this show, I thought I'll have a look at some of the other stuff that was shown in this fashion show. Jesus Christ, mate, there were some abominations that nobody in their right mind would ever wear. I, I bet this bin liner was probably, it wouldn't surprise me if it was, you know, £25,000, something ridiculous like that. Wouldn't surprise me if it was. But the shit that they show in fashion shows is unbelievable. And then you get all, all the poncy twats, sat at the front drinking their champagne and go, oh, yes, that's, oh, God, that's amazing. How did anybody come up with that idea? And I want five of those and ten of those and let's wear this. And I haven't seen anybody wearing things like that, <laughs> like even like at big events. They wear, some people wear some outrageous-ish stuff, but nothing like is shown at these fashion shows. I take it you've never you've never worn a green bin liner tied in a bow at your shoulder, have you? Oh, um, well, not for £25,000 or dollars. I think I have had a makeshift rain poncho where I'm like, quick, I need a trash bag, it's raining, and just rip the head out and put some arms and just use that. But I didn't know that I could have made my, uh, my way on the uh, runways of Milan or New York or Paris. Hmm. <laughs> And it, it doesn't end there, mate. It does not end there with all those fucking ridiculous outfits. So before I pass it over to you, fashion also covers... There was a fashion over here a few years ago. Thankfully, it seems to have died down. Don't know if it was a thing over there in America. You can tell me in a few minutes. There was a thing where a lot of... It was mostly teenage girls, but surprisingly enough, a lot of women into the 20s, 30s, and even older seemed to think it was a good idea to what looks like get permanent marker pen and make their eyebrows look like there were two large slugs resting on top of their <laughs> eyes. They would just draw these ridiculous, really black, thick eyebrows on and it looked silly. I can't see how that was. I'm presuming they did it to, you know, to try and look more attractive. Mm-hmm. I don't know who would find that attractive. Maybe a frog, if you're in. <laughs> just going back to that. Now, this, I mean, this is still a thing, unfortunately. The Botox lip thing, where you're getting, like, huge lips. I I know. Oh, no, wait, no, you're talking about... Did, they're putting collagen injections that's to make it, your lips yeah, fat. That seems to be the fashion, to have, like, huge lips. And I look which, at some of these women, because if you don't have the body or face, like... You can tell when it's not right. It looks like a bee stung you. Exactly. It does. Why is why is it fashionable to look like that? And finally, the thing over here, 
And most of the lads in the village in Wales where we live have succumbed to this fashion thing. And it's a hairstyle. And to me, they look like a toilet brush. They've got the sides of their the head shaved. They've got the top bit permed. And they just look like a, a loo brush. And uh, virtually every lad between the age of 12 to 18, I'd say, has got that hairstyle over here. I haven't seen the hairstyle. I know what you're talking about. I've seen the, the, the shaved head and then they'll do it either long or they'll kind of spike it up, but it's not a mohawk. It just looks hmm. like I don't want to see hair from like halfway on each side of my head. And then it's just a long mop. And then they sometimes just spike it up or gel it up. <laughs> I'm like, so this is, this is what you wanted to look like a, a half-ass cock-a-doodle-doo, yeah. cock, you know, like <laughs> a Rocky road, the rooster. Why, why do these fashions to do with clothes to do like say with the eyebrows thing, the, you know, the big lips, the hairstyles, a, who starts them? Who is it that goes, right, you know, who did the first, you know, I need lips to look like a trout. Who did that first? <laughs> and then who went, oh, that looks really good. I'm going to do that. And then I had this. <laughs> if only this was a video show. If only we were live. <laughs> well, what and is then, it? Did that happen the over snowball? there? Go ahead. What, what is the snowball effect that... that continues these what what to me and again like i said you know i'm i'm not probably the best person to talk, be talking about fashion but come on it is pretty fucking ridiculous isn't it you know i think and ironically we're going to get to one of these questions later in our would you rather but i just have to wonder what it takes for someone to finally realize just be okay with yourself yeah you know i don't mind people that's like hey I want to get maybe a little tuck or a little lift or a little something. I, I have the money. and I, okay. But when you're redesigning your face to begin with, when you're putting in collagen injections in places that weren't meant for it and, and you're freezing your face with the, with the Botox and it looks like you're never going to be shocked again because you're always just sort of like, ooh. I, I just... <laughs> We all fight the effects of growing old. I get it. I get every day my wife's a personal trainer. We try to eat right. We try to drink lots of water. We try to get outside. Nothing wrong with that. But at some point, we all just age. And yeah. some women, guys too now, they just don't want to age gracefully. And then they become so addicted to that kind of surgery, whether it's cosmetic, whether it's injections, they start looking like hybrid cat people with their eyes kind of start to get bigger and squinty and then their lips pointed up and then they're always walking around and it just looks almost like CGI and it doesn't quite hit the human features mm. correctly. They don't look quite right. No, it looks so, so fake. Just the it, way is. it just looks so, so fake with, with that, like you said, with anything cosmetic wise, just doesn't, doesn't work. You know, anything above the odd, you know, nip and tuck, like you said. Mm-hmm. And things with, you know, that the slug eyebrows thing, like I always <laughs> refer to it. I mean, that definitely didn't work. I mean, thankfully that only, I mean, that lasted for a good 18 months, maybe two years here before that eventually disappeared. Uh, but unfortunately, the whole ridiculous clothing fashion show, shite, is, will be endless. It shall carry on as long as people just keep throwing the money at it and want to look self-important. Brand new rant that hopped to the top of the list because it dovetails with fashion. I don't know if this is happening over there. I understand earrings. 
I understand even the little eyebrow thing that you want to do. I even understand the little diamond that some girls want to put at the corner of their nose. But when I grew up watching cartoons on Saturday mornings and coming home from school, the bull in the field always is the thing that had the big giant ring at the bottom of its nostril. When did that become sexy? When did people decide putting a bull nose ring in your nose to hang mucus hanging down on it and just and it looks it's does that is that over there because it's over here a lot. Yeah, it's over here. There's the whole it seems to be the whole I mean I've got tattoos, but it seems to be the whole tattooist thing. People who are tattooists and who are heavily tattooed and go into um Body modification to a way with, you know, which is tattooing body. It's not body modification. It's body decoration, isn't it? But they seem to go in for this really sort of full on piercing. Uh, we knew somebody, well, we know a couple of people who own um, tattoo parlors and them and their partner, we, we know they've got uh, like implants in their heads so they can screw spikes oh. into their head. They can change whatever they screw into the top oh. of their heads. <laughs> you know, we, we had this toy line when I was a kid called Micronauts. They were like little robots with magnets, so you could like magnetically put pieces on okay. and attach. Yeah. I mean, we're turning people into these like live action Micronauts. I mean, we're just going to put these fixtures <laughs> and attachments and... Uh, you know, I guess to each their own. It's the ranch yeah, show. Yeah, of course. We can yeah. we can choose yeah. to mock the things that aren't necessarily. If that's, oh yeah, I that's mean, please thing. please mock me for wearing jeans and a band t shirt for like forty odd years because no, that's yeah. all I've ever worn. I, I will say on that on that on that. My wife is like, "You're too old to be out in public in jeans and a t shirt." I'm like, "Who said? I'm yeah. comfortable. This is what I like. This is what I will always wear. Hopefully, I live to be in my eighties. I will be wearing <laughs> jeans." And a band t-shirt, and that will be it. I am so comfortable in jeans and a t-shirt. I get, if I'm going to an event, I have to wear a button-up or a collar. But she's like, at mm. your age, you should have a collared shirt. I'm like, why? I hate, collar. I, hate, I hate collars, anything with a collar, and I hate sleeves as well. I am wearing a hoodie now <laughs> as we record, but that's only because it's fucking freezing in here, and we can't <laughs> afford to put the heating on. <laughs> oh, But there's another rant. Well, there's a rant politics. we could have. <laughs> But oh, I'm not going to go into no. politics. <laughs> we try to avoid that if we can. <laughs> but, oh, my Lord. Dude, but we've always done that. I will tell you, just in our household, we're of the mindset. I don't I don't have enough money floating around that I think to myself, how can I just blow it on something and not have fun with what I'm blowing it on? I don't just decide to crank up the heat in the summer and in the winter or the AC in the in the summer just to have a high bill. I figure, you know what? I can wear a hoodie. I can wear a couple of layers. We try to keep the house, like we set it, I don't know what the Celsius is, but we try to keep it around 64, 65, maybe 66 degrees in the winter before the heat comes on. Yeah, comfortable. Yeah. You know? It, and and it has been where it's chilly if you're just sitting there doing nothing, but it's yeah. amazing how you work up a sweat suddenly you're like cleaning the floor or making dinner or taking the dogs out, you know? So... I'm not a big fan of wasting money. I know we don't want it like super freezing where you're where where it's uncomfortable, but mm-hmm. yeah, I'd rather put on a couple of layers of clothes. Yeah, yeah, that's Hence just basic. Yeah. <laughs> so Go, we're we're going down lots of different roads for for ranting today, mate. But that's okay. That's part of the fun of the of you and I not. Ha- By the way, for folks who think that any of this is scripted, 
We don't know what the other has on their rant list. We we go back and forth saying, I've got a rant, but we have yet to, I think, share <laughs> yeah. what it's going to be. We have no idea what's going to happen. So I totally, think people found out at the top of the show. Totally unscripted. You and I are just rolling with it, and we just enjoy uh, having fun with each other. Uh, I've got one, and I don't know how to how to classify it as a rant beyond I really don't like people who are scamming the generosity or the sympathy of others. Mm. And I'll just use that as the caveat. Okay. And I've got two examples of that that just really tick me off. Uh, we're in the holiday mode already here in the States. I don't know if they're starting to decorate over there, but generally up leading into Thanksgiving here and then definitely right after Thanksgiving, everyone starts decorating for the Christmas holidays. So that time of giving, that time of taking care of one another, this is that time where there's a lot of uh, uh, food drives and things for the local food pantries. Mm-hmm. So that way, if, you're hard, if you are falling on some hard times, that maybe you'll get a little extra help from your community, your nonprofits, your civic groups, churches, whatever. So I'm in line at the grocery store, and I'm behind this woman, and I'm sure this has happened to everybody. They're going to ring up whatever debit or whatever government card or whatever card they have that's got some free money on it, and all of a sudden it's like, sorry, it's not going through. It's like, oh, I know I've got money on here. It's like, try it again. Sorry, it's just not going through. And she's like, maybe my husband used it and didn't tell me, and well, just can we take a couple of things off? Let's let's take, and they start backing up and then the, the the amount gets recalculated a little bit lower and then she runs it again like oh it still didn't go through okay we'll, we'll just take a couple more things off and every now and then I'm catching her kind of like over my shoulder kind of looking at me I'm in that point where I'm like lady my time's valuable too can we get a move on let's figure <laughs> this out and I'm almost and Dave I am almost to the point where like hey what let me just cover the difference okay let me just so that way it's just we, we can get you out of here because they figured out what the value was, and there was just maybe $10 worth of stuff just sitting there. And all of a sudden, the, the cashier, and I, and I do all the grocery shopping, so I'm familiar with the cashiers at my store. Mm-hmm. The one She almost did this imperceptible, like, no, don't. Because I was starting to make an <laughs> offer. And I'm like, well, what? that's odd. Okay, you know what? I'll stay quiet. I'll, 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 I'm already ticked off enough, so fine. I, won't, I will not let the milk of human kindness run and cover the rest of her bill. <laughs> She leaves, and then the cashier leans in just to make sure that nobody else is, like, hearing of this woman's out of earshot. She goes, I knew you were getting ready to pay, but this woman's tried this four or five times already. She does this all the time. She puts food on there and hopes the person behind him will cover the bill. She does this all the time. Whoa. Wow. Dude. I'm like, I knew, first of all, what kind of a person do you have to be to think that way? And then she does it multiple times to where the cashiers are aware that that's what she's doing. Wow. That's that's so shady doing that. I'm Isn't gonna, that bananas? That's Oh, I would never even think to do that at all. I would never cross my mind to try anything no. like that. And so here's how jaded that has suddenly made me. Because it's, it's happened a couple of times where I'm behind and I can see somebody is sort of like looking in their purse for maybe a couple of extra dollars because there's just not enough to cover. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, is this just a scam? Yeah. From now on, I am constantly thinking, is this a scam? And then I think to myself, well, what if it was me? Because that's happened before where I thought I had uh, enough money yeah, in my, yeah. in my uh, checking account. Uh-huh. And all of a sudden I realized, oh, either an automatic payment came out that I wasn't aware of or my wife may have spent something. Now, I just have to go on my app and quickly say, sorry for the delay and transfer money from savings. But it's embarrassing when you're like, oh, 
I'm a little, it's not ringing yeah, up. And it says, yeah. uh, if I were in a really bad situation and I felt like I had to be- beg somebody to help me, I'd want to hope that they realize I'm not scamming them. But from now on, I'm constantly thinking, what's being pulled on me at the grocery store? That's it. Like you said, there could be somebody who's, who's quite genuine in front of you who's mm-hmm. who's stuck in that situation. But because of what you've experienced now, you would be so hesitant to go, mm-hmm. here you go, you know, here's five bucks or whatever, knowing that there's people out there that are doing this constantly. How many stores? I mean, they could be going not just to that store, then they move on to another store and another one. They could be mm-hmm. doing this all day in, in various stores, couldn't they? Oh, I, I, I have to imagine they wouldn't keep doing it if it didn't work. If yeah, that the percentage yeah. of it working wasn't worth doing that. And I think to myself, if you're taking that much effort to scam somebody, what could you be doing better if you actually took that much effort toward a legitimate purpose? Yeah. And how much, what do you think would be the upper limit of what they've got? You know, when they're trying to get money off people, they think, oh, I'm, you know, five bucks short. I'm 10. I'm 20 bucks short. Oh, it just makes me think, what's the most they've got away with that somebody's gone? I don't know. You know, I've got friends of mine that are that are pretty well off, and I could very well see somebody going, you know what? Hey, it's Christmas. I, I'll get it. Uh, Merry Christmas. And cover maybe a 60 or $70 bill just to say, yeah. hey, I'm doing something nice. Yeah. And like you said, with holiday period, Christmas and people being generous and going, yeah, I'm helping somebody out. Right. Right. Now, I will say <sighs> on the flip side, when you know I came home, told the wife this, and we've been talking about it. She goes, you know what? Even if you got scammed, you should you shouldn't feel bad yourself because you're in the place where you thought you were really helping somebody mm-hmm. out, and you should just take solace in that. Hey, you know what? Fine, you scammed me, but I was still willing to help my fellow man. Yeah, I'm at least not a piece of shit like you. Yes, yeah, that's the way to look at it, isn't it? Yeah. Now, my other story that goes along with it. Now, it didn't just happen, but it reminded me because this happened last year. But since I'm talking about the generosity of this time of year, the giving spirit. I'm going to tell you, same kind of a thing, you know, trying to prey on the sympathies of others, but you want to talk about a huge backfire. I I have to wonder what this woman said to everyone else in her little scam circle, because I'm at the grocery store, I'm getting ready to get to my car, and and this wasn't young, this was a middle-aged, probably in her mid-50s, early 60s, a little overweight woman, looked like she was really hot and sweaty. She comes over and she's like, hey, I'm so sorry. I don't want to interrupt. I, I, I'm not looking for money. I just, is there any way I can get a, just a ride? I, I, I got to get over to uh, my sister's house. My, I can't get into my apartment. And I'm like, okay, yeah, sure. Where are you? I'm like, uh, just, if you can take me over, it's over close to the Target shopping center. If you can maybe just, just get me to that parking lot, that, that'd be perfect. Now, this woman did not know that I work for the radio station in my town and that because of my job, I have interviewed almost every executive director of every nonprofit agency that can support people who are homeless, who are in trouble, who maybe I'm friends with the sheriff. I could, in fact, I'm such good friends. I could call him on my personal cell phone and get a deputy or anybody to show up if we have a problem. So I'm sure she did not know that that's who I was (laughs) or she would have thought twice about this. Because as she gets in the car, here comes the pitch, the sob story. We're trapped now. She's in my car. I'm driving her to where I think is the Target parking lot, which is a 10-minute drive. And she's like, well, let me just tell you, and, I, and, I, and I'm not asking for money. And that's, I think, the way they do this to try to make you feel like they're going to disarm you by saying, I'm not asking for mm-hmm. money, but get ready. I'm about to ask you for money. 
She's like, you know, I, I had this apartment and I've been really working hard. And, 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 then, and then, you know, my landlord said that I was just a couple of days late, late on the rent and he's locked me out of my apartment and I can't get to my clothes and I just, I just need like $200 to cover the rent. And, and you know, I, I, I don't want to ask and I'm not asking for money, but is there any way that maybe you'd be able to kind of just help me out so I could just, all I need to do is pay my rent and then I've got a job. I just got to make sure I can get to my job and then I, I, I can pay you back. I just, I just need $200 just to cover my rent. I went to the lady. I was like, so your landlord locked you out of your apartment for being how many days late? I'm only a couple days late. I've never, I'm only, your landlord can't do that. That's against the law. Well, he did it. He did it. I can't even get to my stuff. I'm like, he's not allowed to, to keep you from your property and you have a grace period. They can't just kick you out the <laughs> second you, you, you miss a payment. She goes, no, no, that's what he said. He goes, I said, tell you what, I'm friends with Sheriff Bart. I'm the sheriff of the Bartow County. Uh, tell you what we'll do is I'm going to go ahead and call him right now and we can go straight to your place. We'll have the sheriff meet and I guarantee you, you'll be able to get into your place. No, no, I don't want to do that. No, no, I don't want to do that. I just, I, I, I don't want to cause any trouble. Uh, you know, in, in all honesty, you know, I just need to find a place. I think, uh, uh, you know, if I can't get into my home for a few days, I just need a place. I'm like, oh, that's no problem. I'm good friends with the executive director of the homeless shelter. I'm sure they can put you up. Let me just take you over there instead. No, no, no. I want to go to the Target parking lot. Please take me to the Target. I'm like, why are you freaking out? I've got all these resources. I can help you. And she's like, no, dude, I got her to the Target parking lot. That woman bolted out of my car so fast. And then within a few minutes, I was watching her scan for the next person walking out of the big box store and try it again. Whoa. But I guarantee she was not expecting that I was going to be the target this time because she was like, what the hell? <laughs> this person knows the sheriff. They know the laws. They know how you can't evict people. And then they know the homeless shelter director. Every, everything she was trying was just being batted straight back at her. What's crazy, Dave? And this, again, happened last year, but it reminded me of it with the woman at the line at the grocery store. My wife went on social media and on some of the pages where it's all about like the city you live in, like there's a page for the city and then the subdivisions, you know, people create pages for different groups. She put it, she put that story out there. All of a sudden there were like 30 or 40 responses. I saw that woman. Oh my God. My friend got scammed by that woman. Holy crap. Let's get a picture of that woman. Let's make sure that the people know not to, because she had been doing it and doing it. But now because I shared that, it went around and eventually someone shared her picture yeah. and then my wife was like, my husband confirmed that's who it was. Next thing you know, she moved on. She couldn't keep scamming people in our community because social media, hey, there's there's a good of social Yay. media. We we outed a scammer and, and I hate that because I am always now second guessing, am I doing something for somebody that really needs it or am I being played a fool? And I hate being played a fool. Yeah, I mean, it sucks. It sucks being played a fool. It sucks that genuine people in distress and trouble be it financial or any other type are going to suffer because of shitty scammers which is sickening it is it is because and and i do try to be as generous as i can when i can but more often than not what i find myself doing is saying hey i've got the number to a place i know can help you do you need a ride can i call you somebody who can get you there i'll I'll pay for a cab to take you somewhere rather than just giving you cash and so Mm -hmm. I'm at least offering. And more often than not, the folks that really need it say, oh, thank you. Just could you give me that phone number? Or yeah, if you, just where yeah, are yeah. they located? Where, you know, who do mm-hmm. I talk to? Because sometimes, you know, if you're 
If you're a if you're a first time, let's say, screwed up and you're on the street or a first time you can't feed your family, you may not even know what resources are available. And that's that's the big thing because people are not told this. It's you know, the, again, you know, the the big firms and governments and whatever, they're quick to take the money but very slow to tell you how you can get not just money but help in other ways as well. So yeah, sometimes that's just as important, if not more so than giving mm-hmm. cash, is giving information that will right. help them in the long run rather than a short-term bump with, a, you know, with 10 bucks or something. And I have found the people that are legitimately in need of help, they'll take whatever you're willing to give them. They're not trying to negotiate for more or try to talk mm-hmm. you into doing more. So that's, for me now, is sort of like that measuring stick because you can almost really sense now someone who's just desperate for any help it doesn't matter mm. what it is yeah well that's good again it's like the end of the last show we've got a, a little bit of positivity out there as well <laughs> so but and I, i'm just hoping that the scammers out there learn to be more productive with their time and the folks mm-hmm. out there hopefully you don't get scammed but if you yeah, do be careful realize that's don't I know I take it personally, but you shouldn't. You know what? You were trying to be good. You were trying to take care of your fellow human being. Mm. There's nothing wrong with having that. Yeah, exactly. Well said. So that was that was my really big one. I don't, I, and we kind of hit some se- some semi-small ones. So I don't know if you had another one or no, no. if I've we did, should no. save a little of our powder for next year and get yeah, on to oh, yeah. Would You Rather. Yes, I don't want all my, my powder fired in one go. Long gone are the days where I could fire all of my powder in one go. <laughs> yeah, no, that's not, that's, that's, that's not happening anymore. <laughs> uh, maybe I'm not looking at the right frog porn. <sighs> that's it. Oh, that, the damn frog porn. Oh, didn't Paul McCartney have the frog song? Oh, maybe did he? there's a hidden message in there. Mm. Yeah, he did mm. in, yeah, that is a thing. I'm not hallucinating. Am I? Please tell me, people. Paul McCartney did. He did do the frog song. Of course he did. Maybe he maybe he was into frog porn. What was I'm that? Not, song? Wasn't there a big hit song that was the Crazy Frog? That's not the thing you're talking about, is oh, it? Oh no, no, that was okay. that was everybody had Crazy Frog as the bloody ringtone. That got annoying. Right. What's going on? It's almost as bad as Baby Shark. Oh, God, not Baby Shark. <laughs> I avoided it for so long and people go, you've never heard of Baby Shark? No. Oh, this well, is let me it. Do it for Have you. a listen. Have a listen. And then it's stuck in your head forever. Thank you. <laughs> Yes, it's some kind of uh, like a little children's song that's like it's a it's a children's song version of crack. Once you hear it a little bit, you can't get it out of your head. Oh, terrible! Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> 
All right, uh, then we will rapidly move to Would You Rather, a game we like Mm -hmm. to play at the end of the rant show. And this allows the audience, folks, if you're out there listening and you're playing along, you can do it from your car, your headsets, wherever you are. And if you want to share later at the end of the show, we'll tell you ways you can share. You can use SpeakPipe or you can send us an email or you can send us stuff on Twitter. So we'll tell you all of that. It's always fun to see what individuals who play along decide their answers need to be. (laughs) <laughs> um, I can't remember who went first or last last time. Do you want me to go first or do you want to go first with the first question? Because we'll alternate. I yeah. I don't mind, mate. You, you're the host, mate. I should leave it in your capable hands. Okay. And I'll start with what I think is an easy one and it kind of will warm us up. But Dave, I'm curious about this because the way the geography of the UK is versus the geography of the United States. My wife hmm. and I find ourselves talking about this all the time. Now that the kids are out, we're trying to decide... What do we want to do? Do we want to stay in this house, change houses, maybe look for a vacation home that we can maybe rent? So, Dave, Hmm. would you rather own a beach home on the coast or a cabin in the mountains? Uh, I will answer this very quickly. It will be beach home because me and Tina have talked about this quite a lot and we've got this thing about not just beaches, but about the sea more than anything and being by the sea and going in the sea. We would love to be able to go into the sea every day. We would both be so happy to begin and end the day just walking across the beach and having a little swim in the sea. Now, as much as the other one is very appealing, it would have to be the beach with with no hesitation whatsoever. That's so funny you say that because my wife and I talk about all the time how being by the water, hearing the waves, the crash, oh, the yeah, white the noise. Sounds, yeah. And the 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 fact that when you're in the water floating, how it just regenerates you, it reinvigorates you, it just it's both calming yeah. and oh. and oh, there is nothing to beat. The sound of that noise and being by the water. It's so good. Unless, nah. uh, there, there is a caveat to this, unless unless it was a beach home, uh, like on the coast of the UK, uh, otherwise you'd be going into the water and you'd be, <laughs> and you'd be dodging floating turds and tampons <laughs> because of the amount of sewage that is currently being pumped into our waters. But then I'm verging on politics again, so I'm gonna, I'll, I'll, I will ease myself back. And I won't go into, won't go any further into that rant about all the shit, quite literally, the shit being pumped into our seas. So for us, because we've had that conversation and we do love the water, up until maybe five or six years ago, it really did change to where while we love going to the beach, it feels like we feel the same kind of invigoration being in the mountains mm, as long I, I as the like cabin that, yeah. we have has a babbling brook because we want to still hear a little water, but it's almost more important now to be isolated and yet nature rather mm-hmm. than crowded on the beach with a bunch of other beachgoers. Yeah. So yeah. we love the beach, but that would be a place to visit. If I had to have a, a, a home away from home, it has evolved now that we're a little older to a cabin in the mountains. Ah. See, I would like to think it was a secluded beach. Oh, not I'll see if that, you're going to put it secluded. Hmm. That's secluded beach. That would be nice. Not packed with people. But yeah, I get that with, you know, that going into the woods and all of that. Yeah, I'm into that too. But 
Yeah, there's just something nice. There's something nice about when you're outside and you smell actual clean, fresh air, which you get a lot of. I'm assuming you're 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 in a more pastoral part of in Wales. Yeah, we well, yeah, we are in in Wales, and we're very lucky. I mean, we open the bedroom curtains and we look out to just fields and hills, and that's all you can see. But unfortunately, also in the village is a huge wood chipping and laminate producing factory that over the years has got very big Mm. and doesn't seem to be adhering to too many rules that they should be to the point where you can often get up and there's very fine wood chippings all over everybody's cars and windows. And and then I could get into another politics written (laughs) round to do about this, this particular firm, but I won't. So, but we, you know, we're, you know, I can do like a two-minute drive and we're in the middle of nowhere virtually. So it is it is kind of cool. It's nice. There, and I think we've become more, We've that's drawn us more as we've gotten older to where we just want, it, there's something nice about being secluded, away mm-hmm. from people, away from industry, away from businesses and the sound of cars. It, yeah. That to me is, it's kind of enticing as we're mm-hmm. a little bit older now. But the beach, yeah. my, as my wife often says, but if somebody were to give us a beach home, I'm not saying no. <laughs> yeah, imagine that. Yeah, Alan, I was offered a beach home today, but I said, no. Nah. I know how much you prefer the woods. I said no to that free beach home. <laughs> all right. Well, there we go. We, we we differ on that one, but I think we're probably okay. also, we could we could easily swap if somebody gave it to us for free. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Well, you did say, you did say earlier in the show, and quite rightly, that you know, this, none of this is scripted. There is one little bit that's scripted because it's become a thing recently <laughs> when it's been me and you doing these rant shows. And it's my first, luckily, just my first, would you rather question, which is scripted. So are you ready for this one, mate? All right. I'm, I'm buckled up, ready to go. Your last one was awesome about your own multi-universe. Mm. Well, this is similar in a sort of roundabout way, but here we go. Living in this current age of inclusion, scientists have developed a new form of reality that each of us have to enter for one day to experience being the opposite sex. (laughs) This is so that we can understand and have an appreciation for everything being of the opposite sex means. A giant leap forward from virtual reality, this new technology called perceived reality is entered into by the simple method of specialist electrodes being placed on your temples as you are lying down. Closing your eyes for just one second, you then immediately wake up in your perceived reality. It's a world no different from our own, where all of your five senses work perfectly and everything is as it is back in the real world. You are mostly left to do as you wish during this 24 hours, which of course means that as a man, now being in the body of a woman, you'll spend the first 20 minutes or so playing with your own tits. <laughs> I, I, can imagine, I can imagine some male listeners going, what, just 20 minutes? Fuck, I'd be doing that for hours. I only have uh, 24 hours? <laughs> 24. What am I going to do with the rest of my time? I, I, have to spend, I know I have to spend an hour having sex. I'm spending the other 23 just feeling my own tits. Because, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because, however, it is stipulated that for one hour... I jumped the gun there. For one hour, you must experience having sex as a woman. The theory being that this will make you a kinder and more considerate male lover back in the real world. You are given these choices. 
Would you rather have your sexual partner for the hour be a male stranger? You will not know what he looks like. You will not know the size of his cock. <laughs> you will not know his sexual preferences or stamina or indeed his personal hygiene. Or would you rather it be an exact copy of your male self? You will, of course, know everything about yourself, but you'll be looking into your own eyes as you shag yourself. <laughs> what do you choose? Oh, this is a horrifying question. <laughs> oh, my goodness. You've, mate, you've had 20 minutes joy playing with your own tits. You've now got to make this choice. Well, being uh, that we've got older children, for many, many years, you realize that uh, you are already having sex with yourself. You're just not doing it through this this temporal <laughs> perceived reality. Um, and, you, and you know what? You're, you're really good at it because you know what you like. <laughs> um, oh, my gosh. A total stranger. Like, like yeah. okay, when you say a total stranger in this scenario, like somebody just randomly shows up or I Yeah, you're going to get bar. a mail come in. I mean, oh. it, it could be... I mean, let's say I'm just plucking, it could be Brad Pitt lookalike or somebody like that. It could be a, a young, virile guy. It could be an older, out-of-shape guy. You don't know what you're going to get. It's potluck. Okay. It could be It could be a guy who comes in and, um, yeah, he can't, he can't get it up. You don't know. He could have erectile dysfunction, as you say over in America. It could be somebody who can get it up, but he can only last... 10 seconds. Huh. It could be a guy who could go the full hour and pound you like a bitch while you're there. <laughs> I don't, it's part luck, mate. I don't know. Or you, you know yourself, you know, you know what, what this other person would be doing to you and how they would do it and every, and how long it would last ish, you know, but it's, it's you. It's a bit freaky because right. you're looking at you're looking at you. Talk about the ultimate narcissist. <laughs> There's only one person good enough for me, and that's me. That's <laughs> me. Come on in. <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay, so I've gone in my head while you've described that, and I appreciate it. You've given me some time to go back and forth. As as narcissistic as this sounds, I'm gonna pick me. But the reason I'm picking me. Is I, I'm always, I've always prided myself on trying to make sure that everybody, in the, including my wife now, only my wife, but anybody prior. <laughs> including the woman. That's how well you know the woman at the counter of the, of the grocery store. Hey, baby. <laughs> Yay. No, come and have I, some fun. I have board. always been, uh, I've always been more uh, about making sure that at the very least that it's a mutual uh, a mutual event. I don't want to be selfish. I don't want to be in outdone and well, sorry, you should have had your time, but I've, <laughs> I've never been like that. In fact, I feel really weird if I, if I don't feel like I'm getting anything back. Like if, if I'm mm. making somebody because they're not in the mood, but they're just like, well, whatever, just hurry up. Like uh, that doesn't do anything for me. You got to be into it too. So I think it'd be interesting if I'm in my head today as a male thinking that I am considerate does it come across that way now on the female side or is there something I should be doing differently? Because oh. from my perspective, I think I'm being open and I'm being empathetic and I'm trying to make sure I'm feeling what you're feeling and making sure that it's mutual. But if you're not telling me, and a lot of times you don't get told, I don't know. So it'd be interesting to see, does it feel the same way as I'm assuming it does from my end? 
That's Does that make sense? Re- yeah, that's, no, that's, that's, that's a really good way of thinking about it. I didn't think of it like that. Yes. Mmm. So you plus would go, I, you plus would I know I can go all night long, so. <laughs> that would be the full hour taken. <laughs> there'd, be, there'd be no time for watching a movie or anything. Uh, um, you know what? I think you've just convinced me to agree with you, mate. I was sort of on, I was on the sidelines thinking, should he just go for the potluck? But then oh, you don't know what's going to, you just don't know. And knowing my luck, it'd be, oh. <laughs> But what you've just said, no, what you just said made perfect sense. So I'm going to agree with you. Thank, thanks to your uh, your eloquent uh, description and and yeah, and reasoning behind that. Yeah. So yeah, we agree. We agree on that one, mate. Excellent. All right, my turn, Dave. Would you mm. rather? And ironically, once again, we didn't share these, so there may feel like a theme happening here. <laughs> would you rather? Be able to empathically, not language, not be able to do Dr. Doolittle, but would you Mm. rather be able to empathically understand animals or be able to truly read a woman's mind? (laughs) Oh, I'm, oh God, tough one. I'm going to go with animals. I'm going to go with animals and because... And again, me and Tina have had this conversation many times. In fact, the last time we had it was just, I think it was the other night, with podcast mascot Bodie, our little dog. And we look at him and sometimes he's there and he'll just be sat and he'll be just like, just looking into the air. Or if we're out in the garden, he'll be sat in the garden and he likes looking into the sky. And we very often said, I wonder what he's thinking. I wonder mm-hmm. what he's thinking. And, you know, we'd love to be able to go, what are you thinking about? What's going on in that little head of yours? Um, and just even if it was, even if the choice was just to be able to do that, just with Bodhi, never mind, like all animals, I think I would pick that. So, yeah, I'm going to go with that one. All right. I backed into it this way. I already get in trouble for not being able to read my wife's brain. I've said multiple times I don't have ESP. <laughs> I don't care what subtle body language or how you think you sort of kind of made me aware of something I was supposed to do. If you don't just tell me straight out, I'm probably not going to pick up on it. I haven't yet. (laughs) What makes you think I'm about to start? If she were to find out that I could actually read her mind and then I chose to still not do the things I don't want to (laughs) do... I don't have an excuse anymore. I can't pretend. I'm like, I didn't know. You didn't tell me. I'm picking being emphatically able to communicate with animals a hundred times over. Another one we agree on. Yes. This is good. Well, again, like you said, we've got no idea what we're going to say to each other. And I'm continuing this theme, believe it or not, because uh, this is, would you rather die... Before or after your partner? Oh, okay. This got heavy all of a sudden. This guy. This this is this takes some thinking, maybe because if you go if you go before, you know, you know, well, you'd like to think they would be devastated. (laughs) And how would you know? It's oh god. But then you know that you know if if they went before, well, then I know I would be devastated. Right. So it's 
it's what a horrible choice. <laughs> which, this is which this do is do you choose? This is a, this is a terribly down. This is a depression. You know, we've gone, mate. We've gone from frog porn to this in the space of one show. Wow. Suddenly, I mean, the, don't don't the, tell me we don't cover many bases. <laughs> the weight of it is almost oppressive. Oh. <laughs> Feeling like I'm having heart palpitations. You know, I'm going to go with my gut instinct. This is the first thing that popped in my head, and it is not for the selfish reason of wanting to live longer. I know me. I know where I am and being able to deal with a lot. I've been through a lot. Um, I've got a wealth of mental health tools that I've developed over the years. I've helped a lot of people try to manage their way through a lot of what feels like unmanageable situations. Maybe I'm being the male. Maybe I'm being the stereotypical hero kind of type. But I feel like if I were to outlast my spouse... I would, I'd be devastated, it would hurt, but I would feel mm. like I'd be able to continue to survive and be there for the the family and the kids and the things for the however many years I have left. Not saying my spouse wouldn't, but I just feel like, and again, it could be stereotypical, that I would be leaving such an open sore for my spouse. I wouldn't want her to feel that way. I'd rather mm. absorb whatever... Ang- whatever angst or misery or depression and know that I've got the tools to battle through it than to have her have to do it. Mm-hmm. So yeah. it's not about living longer. It's just, I feel like I don't want to know the last thing that I'm doing as I part this earth is leaving somebody behind who's going to be miserable and hurting for years. Exactly. And that, again, that was my way of thinking uh, specifically about, it's not about living longer. It's not about that whatsoever. It's thinking about, you know, who's going to be left and who's who's better coped is maybe not the right word. Um, I mean, my decision would be, and this is purely for, it'd be for physical reasons, knowing with, with Tina's physical problems. And she, like, if we go for a walk, and I'm sure she won't mind me saying this, you know, she needs my help, we would go for a walk and so on and so forth. And though, so that's, I would, of course, be gone because mm-hmm. I would be gone. And of course, I would be completely devastated that if she went first. I mean, ideally, you'd like to think that you and your partner are going to go together in, I don't know, in your mid-90s in some wild, I don't know, alcohol and sex fueled last romp on a beach somewhere. Yeah. And then, yeah, you both go together in your sleep afterwards in each other's arms. Yay. Yeah, yeah. I like that. We re- both we both came and went at the same time. That's it. Exactly. Um, so I think, and it is, it's a really tough one, I know. I think, yeah, I'm going to I'm gonna agree with you again, mate. There's, there's only one we've disagreed on up to now. Mm-hmm. And even then, it was mildly disagreeable. I think we both could be talked into the other. Exactly, yeah. Yeah, the beach or the forest, definitely. All right. Once again, following through on my last Would You Rather that has a, we had no idea, a very similar theme or at least something that seems to thread these all together. Dave, would you rather always have the innocence of youth, which can sometimes make you prone to error, or the cynicism of old age, which can give you the wisdom you need to avoid missteps. Oh my God. This is a tough one. This is a tough one. I think, ah, oh, 
you want that wisdom, but you don't want to be a cynicist. And uh, but then they often go together, though. And sometimes cynicism the, is, doesn't go bad. Maybe you're more realist. You're no longer the, believe in like always like, optimism. Yeah, and like we talked about earlier, with I mean that would go hand in hand with with getting the wisdom of the scammers at the checkout, and, you, and so you become oh that person that's asking for help. Do they really need help? Mm-hmm. But then I don't know youthfulness and everything's yeah get away because you don't know stuff oh <laughs> if i went for the wisdom and that can i still find farts funny yeah yeah can i keep things <laughs> you like can still can have youth- a sense of humor can i keep youthful things like that childlike things i don't want to lose childlike things like finding farts funny and having an infantile <laughs> sense of humor yeah uh, when i i was thinking more when i say the innocence of youth is that you just don't know what you don't know because you just haven't experienced so you, you tend know. to make mistakes you yeah. tend to overreact maybe you send the angry email that you wouldn't normally send when you were a yeah. little older or you yell at your significant other over something that you realize when you're older is not worth fighting over so, but youthful yeah. exuberant, that youthfulness also convinces you to try things that maybe an older person would be afraid to try or to experience mm. something you'd be afraid to try. So, yeah, uh, th- it, it, that's why it's a balance. Would you <laughs> rather? It is a balance. It is. I'm going to, I'm going to go for the wisdom with a side order of cynicism. <laughs> <laughs> well, not surprisingly, you and I will match again. I thought long and hard. <laughs> I thought long and long and hard about the 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 youthful exuberance that goes along with being totally wide-eyed and innocent and not knowing your own limitations, not knowing what you're really not capable of taking on. And a lot of times, I think that's why directors tend to do some of their best work when they're younger. Mm-hmm. A lot of people, a lot yeah. of artists, a lot of actors, because... They don't know what they don't know yet. And then you get a little older and you start getting a little scared about what if I fail? What if I make a mistake? I can see the pitfalls now. I can see the things. But I like to think that I would temper the wisdom of having known that to avoid unnecessary pain, even at the expense of maybe holding back on some of the maybe more adventurous things I might have tried when I was younger. Mm -hmm. It feels like... Plus, you, when you're getting a little bit older, whether I want to admit it or not, the body doesn't heal as fast. <laughs> the bills <laughs> oh, yeah. add up when you do something stupid. When you're young, you can put an ice pack on something. When you're mm-hmm. when you're old, you have to go get surgery. <laughs> so, yes. yes. Sometimes having just a little bit of that, mm, maybe I ought not try that. <laughs> yeah. It's worth, yes. it's worth something. <laughs> well, to finish then... Um, this is a quickie again, but it does take a little bit of, of thinking about. Would you rather have your own private jet? So it's at your disposal, disposal whenever you want. You can fly it. You've got a pilot to go with it, but it's your private jet. Um, obviously, you can take your family on it and jet off anywhere at any time. Would you rather have that or would you rather have a luxury car? The thinking behind it is, of course, you use your car every day. You know, I think most Americans, you drive mm-hmm. a lot. So you've got a, your your dream luxury car that you will be in every day. Or a luxury jet that you don't use all the time. Mm-hmm. You've got the luxury car. You go on holiday. If you go on holiday anywhere, you'd be flying economy because you can't afford, you know, business class or first class, say. Mm-hmm. What would you go for? 
as of this point in my life, as of where I am today, I'm picturing, I'm going to pick the luxury car. Mm -hmm. I'm going to pick the car, especially if we're talking luxury, the kind that has the auto driving capability now that I can get on the interstate (laughs) and just hit autopilot and then watch a movie while it does all the work. Yeah. Um, I love, I love having my own car. I've never not liked having a vehicle. I know some places where you live where it's an inner city or maybe a really congested, you get used to public transportation. It's just easier, more convenient. But I've always loved the independence a car gives me that at any given second, if I want to get in and go somewhere, I can. I don't need to worry about planning. I don't have to worry about uh, coordinating vacation. I can just pick up and go. And if you have a luxury vehicle, something that's comfortable, has a good stereo, a good ride, has a lot of features, yeah, I don't mind. I don't mind being in the car. So I'm going to pick the luxury car. I am going to disagree with you. Oh. I, I love I love driving. Love it. Always have done. Always will do. Uh, but my thinking behind this one is uh, my commute is, <laughs> to the minute, is a 10-minute commute to work. <laughs> So I'm not going to really get much out of having a car. Um, so then it would just be driving to wherever. Mm-hmm. We don't rack up a lot of miles, to be honest with you now, because I live so close to work. I'm going to go for the jets because even though it wouldn't be used as much, going on holiday would be cheaper. You don't have to pay for the flight because you've got the jet and it's right. it's there. And you're going to go in comfort because it's your own jet. And we would be able to go on holiday more because you just have to pay for the accommodation. That's a good point. You know, I did fly my my film, my production company. We we had to fly to Mississippi to the University of Southern Mississippi to shoot a video, and because of it, and because of the relationships with a couple of the business people that were put footing the bill, they sent a private jet to the Whoa. local airport to fly my <laughs> oh. crew from Cartersville to Mississippi. Nice. My film crew have not stopped talking about the difference of private flight versus public. We got there in less than an hour and 15 minutes, what would have normally taken that long just to drive to Hartsfield-Jackson International Airport in Georgia to get on a plane and be shoulder-to-shoulder with a 200-some other people mm-hmm. for yeah, a yeah. two-and-a-half-hour flight and then find a car, rent a car. Have, we can go from <laughs> point A to point B, and we had luxury seating and only my crew and the pilot and a, and a, yep. and a hostess. Who was part oh, of the plane crew? Better. Yeah. So you're right. If we did more vacation, like I said, as of right this minute, I'm still going with the car. But if my wife and I were to that point where we were taking more vacation, I'd probably change my mind. But mm-hmm. we don't take many vacations, and when we're when we're going somewhere, we're in the car together. So I don't mind the drive, and I do drive a little bit more than I think you do. You're you're ten minutes away from your day to day, and I'm only about twelve or fifteen from the radio unless I go to Atlanta, which is an hour, and everybody that lives around me that we drive to, it's easily 25, 30 minutes just to get to anybody. So, mm-hmm. Yeah. But, you know, it's okay to disagree on that because I, I don't yeah, know that there's a Not a lot of disagreement on that one. It's just... No. no. You know? Could have gone, gone either way, definitely. Could have. Well, sir, we've managed to uh, go through another episode and fit the last one of 2022. It is the end of another year. And even if it does drop in 2022, people could be hearing this for the first time in 
2030. We don't know. Oh, that's right. Which is important now to make sure that we go through and let people know how they can interact with either one of us. Dave, you're on Twitter. Well, at least you represent the entire 60MW empire on Twitter. Where can people find you? Yeah, on Twitter is at 60MW podcast, which is numerical 60. And it's very simple. You can just find it and then you can leave a message. You check it pretty regularly, I would say. Yeah, that is uh, my main social media is Twitter. I check that all the time and use that as the main way to get news and links to what goes on the website. And obviously the competitions were always running the giveaways. So yeah, if you don't follow us on Twitter already, that is the best way to keep up to date with everything that the podcast is doing. And I do believe if you go to the website, now there's two different addresses, but you want people to know about the the new, the rebranded over yes, a couple of years the ago. rebranded. Which would stuff. be, what, 60mw.co.uk? That's the one. Again, numerical 60, not alphabetical. So if you do that, and remember for, you, for my friends on this side of the pond, it's co, not com, co.co.uk to represent the United Kingdom, where my good friend is from. <laughs> and it will automatically change to the to the other URL. It redirects yeah. to 60 Minutes With, but that's not the name. It's 60mw.co.uk. What's really cool, when you get to the website, you can see all of the different entertainment shows. They're all under different banners. You can meet the crew. Several, several voices here for 60MW. And what's really cool, Dave, is you added the speak pipe feature recently. Yes, yes. Which pops up even if you visit the website on your phone. The little button will come up. Just press it. Takes you to speak pipe. And I think you've got, is it 90 second message? I should know this off the top of I my head. I believe that's what you said last time. That up, yeah, to, a, up to You don't have to do all 90. If you want to no. just leave us a voice message, we'd love to hear from you. Yeah, and it's free. And we get it, and we can play it on the shows and respond on the shows, which is really cool. We can hear your voice as well as, you know, you've put up with us, listening to our wettering on, we can hear you. Or if you don't feel comfortable doing like that, send us an email, send us a tweet, just get in touch with us, give us feedback, give us questions, say hello. That email address, can they use contact at 60minuteswith.co.uk or should they use a different one? They Well, you can even use contact at 60mw.co.uk and it will get through. So it's probably easier to remember that. Contact at 60mw.co.uk is a good one. Uh, and if you do want to support the show, again, it's not often to bring this up, but there is a Kofi page on there and um, you can just do a one-off. You can give us a, a buck, a pound, a euro. I'm trying to think of all different. <laughs> different types of Again, money now. a ruble. <laughs> a ruble, yeah. Uh, but there is, this is what's called treasured supporters where, and it's from a pound a month. You can give more if you want to, but from a pound a month, I like to give some different things. And nothing will ever, no content will ever be hid behind a paywall. Don't worry about that. Everything we do, we give out for free. We do it for free. We just love doing this shit. Um, but I think, okay, just to help, because, uh, you know, and again, obviously everybody across the world is, finding you know the financial pinch very difficult mm -hmm. but this helps anything that's given it helps just with the hosting of the podcast and the website and so on um for for doing that you get things like um you get email emails from me but i'm telling you about upcoming upcoming interview guests you get to hear before i announce it on twitter you get the chance to put forward questions to the interview guests if you want to see who i've interviewed uh, go to the interview section on the website. Uh, you also get to, well, one of the things that we tried this evening that we've started, is a recent thing, 
You could have watched me and Alan live recording this show, interacted with us via, you know, an unlisted YouTube link and, you know, watched us, heard us, typed <laughs> comments. We could respond to the comments. We had technical difficulties this morning, which anybody who podcasts will be well aware of. Yes. So I want to I want to point out, you're at the end of the show now, and you've listened to it and you went, I hope, you went, oh, that's, that's a really good show. But it will be as smooth as silk. Thank you to Alan's amazing editing skills. And just remember that. Remember that the problems we had, Alan would have to have worked his ass off to make this <laughs> listenable, the problems we've had. So thank you, Alan. And everybody listening to this, you'd go, Cheers, Alan, for, do, for putting the hours in, unpaid, to put this show together and making it listenable from all the problems that we've gone through this evening. So, round of applause for Alan. Oh, thank you. And you know what, folks? If you have enjoyed it as much as Dave and I had recording it, whatever platform you're on, if you want to leave a review, you want to leave a rating, awesome. But if you do, let Dave know because he mm -hmm. loves to take snaps of that or, or cut and paste and save it on the website so people know yep. what's been said about this podcast. I know there has been, there's been reviews left, I've noticed, but I don't know where they are. It's trying to find them. It's a needle in a haystack. Unless you tell me, email me, tweet me, let me know where the review is and I will add it. There's a listener feedback page on the website and I add them all onto there. So that, that would be wonderful if you do that. Like Alan said, you know, a review really helps. And telling your mates about us, if you think you like this show, you like any of the other format shows that we do, we cover everything. Tell your friends, get the word out. That all really helps. And, yeah, it doesn't cost you uh, anything to help us grow the audience. Exactly. And hopefully we've helped to, you know, make your day a little bit more pleasant. Al, Dave, I have always had a, a pleasure being with you and everybody on the 60MW side. If we don't record again, I know we'll chat, but if we don't record again until 2023, let me just say a very Merry Christmas and a very Happy New Year to everybody. Definitely. And just get ready. I've already got my next rant locked and loaded already. <laughs> uh, let me get this one edited and then we'll, don't tell the pregnant woman, when do you want to have another one? You know, no. <laughs> but no, seriously, I cannot wait till 2023. It has been such a pleasure to be part of this team representing the Yanks over here on this side of the pond. All right, buddy. Until, until next time, everybody, take care. Bye-bye. If I record my show and I've got, and right now we're dog sitting for my daughter and her boyfriend because they had to drive to North Carolina for a, for Thanksgiving holiday. So we have six dogs sitting in the room with me. <laughs> Plus they have two cats that are in the bathroom behind me. Oh my me. God. So, it's like bloody Dr. Doolittle over there. You guys don't have, or you don't have the same thing that we have as, quote, Thanksgiving, which is, no. you know, our holiday once a year. Um, do you have something like that? No, no, not that really. Is, no, we just have the same, you know, the usual Christmas, Easter, blah, blah, blah. Um, but no, we have nothing like that, really. I mean, because you okay. even have St. Patrick's Day as well, don't you? So We sure do. Yeah. Give give us a reason to drink. We'll probably create a holiday. That would be, yeah. And why not? <laughs> if ever there was a reason. <laughs> I take that for granted sometimes because there's so many holidays that seem like are consistently shared. You know, I was even double checking with Chris. I said, you guys have Halloween, right? He goes, yes, we have hmm. Halloween. I'm like, okay, just, you know, I'm just asking. I don't live there. <laughs> um, but I, it, it occurred to me that you guys may not have Thanksgiving. 
No. Which, why would you? Well, why are you giving thanks for us waging war with you 200 plus years ago? <laughs> yes, we have nothing to be thankful for. But, yeah. Otherwise, you're just like, thank God we don't have to deal with them anymore. Yeah, exactly. Pesky colonists. <laughs> <laughs> She was alive when she, we recorded. Exactly. And we did it with you know, with the tongue in cheek. It wasn't even being me. Yeah, as is everything we do is now. Our tongue is firmly in it. It's a wonder we can even talk properly. Our tongue is so far into our cheeks. It's like we're in a bad, <laughs> like no, I'm in a bad 70s work. porn video. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> Sounding off on the sounds of the decadence of... Sorry. Sharing the sometimes subtle and sometimes sonat. Mm.